0: Did you know that today is National Pizza Day? If you didn't, now you do. So happy National Pizza Day to you. And if you're not listening on the 9th of February, don't worry, as today I'm gonna go through how you can make a healthy pizza that you should be able to quite easily fit into your calories and macros whatever day of the month it is. I genuinely believe that it doesn't matter how quote-unquote unhealthy the meal or the food that you love is, there's always a way to make it slightly more healthier and a more calorie-friendly version. But also a quick caveat before I do get into this, I know there will be some people who say, if you wanna eat pizza, just eat pizza and to a degree that is true and there is a time and place to do this and enjoy the foods that you love in all of their glory however if you do that on a regular basis then you might have some challenges with achieving your health and fitness goals so I really want to show you how you can have your theoretical cake and eat it as well so a good example for me is burgers there's been times where I've had burgers three to four times a week easily maybe even daily at some points in my life if these were like takeaway style burgers my health and my waistline would not be in a pretty place whatsoever. So now I can eat burgers as much as I want, keep myself in shape. And when I want that regular takeaway burger, I can totally have it. But if I want burgers on a daily basis, I've also got my healthier calorie friendly option that I can stick with as much as I want to. And that fulfills the need in between. So let's get in square. Actually, no, one more caveat before we go in. When it comes to making these alternatives, Don't expect them to taste like the real thing. If you do this, you are likely to be slightly disappointed. There's so many people who pick up a protein shake thinking, this is just gonna taste like a milkshake. And if you do this, you are going to not be very happy with the result of that. If you accept the fact that it's like a quarter of the calories of a milkshake, it's almost exclusively made up of protein, sometimes it's gonna be sugar free, you're gonna be far more satisfied with that taste. So let's take the first step to our pizza, the base. So I just searched for a generic base and the One from Napolina, which I believe is quite an international brand, is 436 calories for the base. That's before you've added anything else. No sauce, no toppings, no nothing. So if we want to make it a little bit more calorie friendly, we probably need to look into that base. Of course, you could just have half a pizza, but where's the fun in that? So I have a couple of options for you here. Funnily enough, I made a YouTube video in 2016 of me making a low-fat, high-protein pizza. And when I did, I used a Warburton Square wrap and it was really good, but it looks like since then they've discontinued them, unfortunately. So a great alternative instead will be flatbread. Flatbread's a great option, comes in around 100 calories, or a pizza, usually a similar type of makeup in terms of calories and macros. If you want to take things one step further, you can try using a company called Lodo, L-O-D-O-U-G-H. And they've created a 39 calorie, yes, 39 calorie pizza base. How they did it, I do not know, but I've heard good things and you can order them online and you've got a much lower calorie option. So next step is the sauce. And generally this won't be a huge amount of the calories that come on a pizza, but you will definitely want to favor just saving a few calories here if you can. So what I do here is I usually opt for the low-fat slash sugar pasta sauces or passatas. For example, a 125 gram serving of Dolmio low-fat pasta sauce is 45 calories and 125 grams is way more than you'll need for one base and if you can save some calories without the impact to the taste then definitely do it. So the next step and debatably one of the most important steps is cheese and I'll address the vegans listening in just a moment but for those who are okay with consuming dairy, we've got a few choices here. Of course you can stick with just regular cheese and be sparing with how much you use. You've also got the option of a reduced fat cheddars etc. Very very easy to find in any supermarkets, usually about 30% less fat than usual. Or you can go for a super low calorie option and a higher protein choice where you can use a brand like Eat Lean for example. So let's take 50 grams as that should be sufficient for the size of the pizza that we're making here. So you're looking at about 208 calories for the Cathedral City brand for example. For 50 grams of a generic supermarket brand 30% less fat, it's around 157 calories. And if we look at that Eat Lean Cheese brand, for 50 grams, it's just 85 calories and 14 grams of protein, which is pretty damn impressive. The key thing to remember here is the lower you go down in fat, the less rich the taste will be. I know some people who love the Eat Lean Cheese and others who perhaps are more cheese connoisseurs, let's say, and they think it's an insult to cheese. So pick wisely here. I used to have the eat lean cheese quite a lot. I haven't had it in years. I thought for a diet cheese quote-unquote it's pretty decent and if you don't expect it to taste like the real thing then it should be okay. So for all the vegans out there I did see a cheddar option from VO Life that comes in at 150 calories per 50 grams. So that's not too bad at all so you don't really have as many options let's say but they are certainly options out there and that wasn't too hard to find in just a generic supermarket. So let's talk toppings. If you want to capitalize on protein then chicken, chicken sausages, uh, leaner hams is probably a great option. They're not super high in calories, but if you do want things like pepperoni, then I would look to have maybe an option where you have like 50% pepperoni and the higher fat option, and then 50% where you go for like chicken or a lower fat option, for example. And thereafter, then you can add as much veg as you wish to. That's always going to be a good way of adding more toppings to the pizza without adding too many calories. And if you are someone who wants to put pineapple or fruit on your pizza, that's your problem not mine. <laughs> Another great way to add flavor without calories is seasonings. I used to use one in a little jar and it was simply called Italian seasoning and it was pretty delicious and I'm pretty sure you can even get pizza flavored seasonings these days too. So there are plenty of good options to maximize the flavor. Finally, sauces on the top or to the side. This is going to be mainly down to your preference but lower calorie versions of the sauces that you want to use are going to be easier to factor in and I would just look to weigh the amount that you're using to keep on top of it and that's simply how you do it. So of course the calories are gonna vary based on what you choose but this is where that choice lies with yourself. Maybe you're not willing to sacrifice cheese so you go for that low dough base. Perhaps the base is what makes the pizza for you so you go for a new one and you opt for low calorie sauce and toppings. Most importantly have fun with it, try a bunch of different things and make pizza a part of your week again. This isn't something that just has to be saved for special occasions, you just have to be willing to make those little adjustments here and there. So if you like this style of episode team let me know as I have quite a few more of these different ways of making food that's traditionally unhealthy into a potentially healthier version. I don't share too often so if you'd like me to let me know. So I hope that helps team. A huge happy National Pizza Day to you and I'll speak with you all tomorrow.